0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Rule the day the plant-based way with the new vegan mixed berry from Smoothie King. Powered by whole, non-GMO fruits, oat milk, and vegan protein, it's a dairy-free, plant-based smoothie you can feel great about. With 13 grams of protein and half your daily fiber, it's an easy way to get the essential nutrients your body craves the line and order online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King rule the day. Episode
1: eighteen seventy five of the number one podcast and Apple Podcast for job search. No BS job search advice radio. I'm your host Jeff Alton, the big game hunter, and welcome. I recorded this a while ago uh, after. I started reading and listening to Chris Voss, uh, who's the author of Never Split the Difference. He's a former FBI hostage negotiator. He's not how to negotiate some tough situations. And I'll just simply say, these are five negotiation techniques that it's worth learning. They do apply to job search. hope you find this helpful and give it a great review wherever you listen to the show. And with that, let's get going. I subscribe to a, a newsletter. That's put up by Black Swan. Uh, The web address is blackswanltd.com. The Black Swan Group is was founded by a man named Chris Voss, V-O-S-S, excuse me, who is an FBI hostage negotiator and who wrote a book called Never Split the Difference. I've read a lot of Chris's stuff, and he's really very interesting. The blog post they had this week, I thought I would read verbatim and comment to you uh, because it's five negotiation uh, techniques that work. It starts off with, and I'm going to apply this to job hunting and at times to hiring but primarily for job search. Our work and personal lives are filled with negotiations. Some are small negotiations such as what movie to watch or who should be responsible for washing the dishes? Other negotiations are high stakes like major businesses, business deals or funding procurement. While losing a movie choice isn't likely to have a lasting impact, negotiating key business deals like a salary at the end of a job search well, negotiating key business deals can directly affect your organizational viability, growth potential, and job security. Believe it or not, both type of negotiations involve the same basic skills. Practicing those skills, and practice is something I talk about all the time, is the key to becoming more effective when it matters most, no matter what type of negotiation you're facing. These five tried and true techniques with FBI hostage negotiators, will improve your likelihood of success. So here's number one. Prepare the right way. We like to say that you don't rise to the occasion. You fall to your level of preparation. Isn't that the truth? Every step along the line in a job search is much that way. That said, there's danger in over-preparing or going about your preparation with the wrong mindset or focus. I'm going to interject and say, every time they're asking you a question on an interview, that's part of the negotiation. and You have to be prepared to answer when they ask you, so what are you earning now and how much are you looking for and you have to be prepared to do it in a way that doesn't bind you. Novice negotiations often prep by doing hours of in depth research on their counterparts, industry, company philosophy, and personal history. While it never hurts to know who you're talking to, you can learn the majority of what you need to know simply by employing effective communication skills. Use the bulk of your time leading up to negotiation. To formulate your communication strategy, which is the preparation I'm talking about, and style rather than finding a a variety of trivia that are unrelated to the negotiation at hand. If you master the right communication style and employ tactical empathy, you'll build trust faster than you would by recalling a shared hobby or industry detail to establish common ground. Folks, this is so important. Listening to what's said and not said, which is really about the next section, which is emotional intelligence goes a long way toward noticing what they're moving toward. So number two is emotional intelligence. Let me just scroll a moment. Emotional intelligence refers to an individual's ability to recognize their emotions and those of others, manage their emotional response, and use internal and external emotional insight to inform their communications, choices, styles, and behavior. Notice your anxiety at certain times in the conversation or in the interview. Notice their anxiety as well but it really starts with you and noticing yours at different times in the interview and what's pressing your buttons and what's getting you nervous. Communicating in an emotionally intelligent way will help you build stronger and more trusting relationships, improve your conflict resolution abilities in the negotiation, and ultimately improve your effectiveness as a negotiator. When it comes time to winning, when it comes to winning a deal, we often view winning as meeting a set of criteria or decimal points beside a dollar sign. In truth, the idea of winning is much more emotionally driven and not dependent on any predetermined set of criteria. You can push their number is what they're saying. Creating an agreement where both sides are better off doesn't mean letting the other person win at your own expense. It means understanding the emotional and drivers that are impacting your counterpart's perspective and addressing them in your agreement. You know This is so critical. We, when we operate with facts, we sometimes get bound by facts. When we connect with the emotional side of things, we are able to move their facts a little bit. I'm going to skip ahead. Number three is listen using tactical empathy. And this is what I was talking about, listening to what's said and not said. When you become an adept listener, it boosts your potential influence. It's human nature to enjoy talking about yourself. So if you give people the space to do so, you'll learn what you need to know about your counterpart in order to gain that influence. So, it goes back to that idea of the more that they talk, the more they like you, the more they connect with you, and the more they want to have you around. Listening will help you pick up their emotional triggers, and you'll respond in the most ideal way. If a conversation suddenly becomes heated, naming your counterpart's frustration and demonstrating that you've heard what they've said can help reset the conversation and rebalance their emotions. So, if you're at a point where they're talking about getting bound, I hear you talk about being bound by these rules and that acknowledges that you've heard them and calms them a little bit. I'm going to continue on to number four. I'm sorry, this is is good. So, how do you demonstrate listening? Simply nodding or saying, I'm listening won't cut it uh, in a negotiation. Rather than mulling over your next rebuttal while the other party is talking, take note of what they're saying and evaluate their emotional state. Afterwards, verbalize their views using techniques such as labeling, mirroring, or using minimal encouragers. Labeling involves recognizing an emotion or need that your counterpart has expressed and stating it to gain affirmation or clarification. You sound angry. For example, saying it sounds like you need X, Y, and Z will help you demonstrate that you've been listening and likely provoke a that's right response. Mirroring means repeating back the last few critical words that someone has said in order to demonstrate you've clearly understood them. Minimal encouragers refers to subtle verbal and nonverbal expressions of encouragement like eye contact, nodding and short affirmations like "Uh uh-huh and sure number four use time to your advantage it's natural to want to reach a resolution as quickly as possible but it's not always ideal you'll have more opportunities to achieve the solution you're seeking if you use time to your advantage and don't rush or force an agreement and you know I was I've been listening to podcasts that um, Tim Fer- uh, Ferriss has done with Cal Fussman, who's a, a professional interviewer. He now has a blog, uh, a, a podcast of his own, but he's interviewed people like Gorbachev, Dr. Dre, a whole host of different people for different magazines and Fussman uh, has said uh, many times, let's silence do the work. You don't always need to have a response because often in the response, you blurt out a surrender to different things that they're trying to get from you. So, continuing on with black swan, a couple of ways to use time to your advantage. Slow the pace of the conversation. Doing so will give you more time to understand your counterpart's negotiation style and respond in the most effective way. Allow uncomfortable pauses. Let silence do the work. Silence encourages your counterpart to speak and provide more insight into their thought process. It also prevents you from over explaining or appearing defensive. Let silence do the work. And the last point that Black Swan makes is understand the power of influence. Too often we're led to believe that cash is king or that the buyer has the leverage in a negotiation. But the word leverage is misleading. It's associated with the ability to control and punish someone and can cause people to see negotiations as a tip for pa- tap for uh, bargain This kind of black-and-white thinking is dangerous to any negotiation, no matter the stakes. Skipping ahead, replace the word leverage with influence and immediately it becomes apparent how flexible and fluid every situation negotiation is. To be a successful negotiator, it's important to focus on influence. Influence isn't dictated by who has objectivity, who has objectively more to win or lose. Instead, influence is earned throughout the negotiation by listening, using emotional intelligence, and choosing the right communication style. Isn't that an interesting, um, and this is a blog post uh, that I'm sharing with you. You can subscribe to their newsletter at blackswanltd.com. I think it's a worthwhile uh, thing to subscribe to if you're in any role that involves negotiation. And I must, in all well honesty, say it's a job search tactic, a technique to learn how to negotiate. So I'll simply say that, like everything, negotiation is a learned skill. If you practice it, like the athletes do, like the entertainers do. Your performances become better. You can practice it in small situations. You can obviously use your practice in the small situations in bigger environments. As you're negotiating movies to watch, as you're negotiating what to have for dinner, Start practicing some of these ideas and tell your wife, husband, partner that you're doing it so that they're not thinking you're just being annoying or a pain. Uh, they'll, They'll be very happy to support you. That's today's show. I hope you found it helpful. And if you did, here are a few more ways to get information and advice from me. a less expensive way, is at TheBigGameHunter.us forward slash video answers, where you leave a message for me and I'll respond with a three to five minute video. Connect with me on LinkedIn at LinkedIn.com forward slash IN forward slash TheBigGameHunter. I can assure you, your network will expand a lot by connecting with me. And finally, watch me on TV. Download the Job Search TV app for Fire TV, Fire Stick, Apple TV, Roku, like 90 different manufacturers. I'll be back tomorrow with more. And in the meantime, I hope you have a terrific day. Be great!